Welcome back to Therapists Watching Bravo with me, Amanda. And me, Madeline. We co-host the podcast together. We are friends, psychotherapists, and obviously we love Bravo. Yes. We have like a pretty exciting episode for you guys today. We're going to really go in on the first episode of Southern Charm. Yes. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Shannon's DUI, but we are here for it. There's a lot of uh, drama in the Bravo universe this week. Yes, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Shannon, all that stuff has been very shocking. Like, and I'm just now getting into Southern Charm. So now I feel like I have enough information to be dangerous. Well, I think this is good because I'm like a a veteran. Yes, and and I'm a newbie. Yeah, so So you can coach me through like the dynamics well, of Southern Well, and you've Charm. got fresh eyes. Yes, I'm yes. embedded. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. Um, but how are you doing, Madeline? You know, I'm great. We, um, a little behind the curtain, we're having an early morning pod session between clients. So I feel like I am still waking up. <laughs> it's and interesting doing it this early in the I know. Morning. Usually I'm like, I don't know. I always thought I was a morning person and now I'm kind of like, am I not? Like... I feel like, okay, I'm living the life right now, though I will say I have no children. I mm-hmm. sleep in most days because I don't really have clients until like 10. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm like vibing, like chilling out in the morning most of the time. So I got here early this morning and I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit spoiled. Like I usually have my like sleep in time. So this is, this has been a good challenge for me. This is, uh, okay. I already had a client 7am this morning. That before, is bananas. <laughs> that is bananas. Okay. So I am a hundred percent a morning person, but I, I will say you. like, you have to like get adjusted to it. Yes. Like I have to like, when I started like consistently seeing people at seven, like it did take me a few weeks to be like, Oh, I'm alive at this hour. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't think that my clinical brain would be switched on yet, but however, if I have a child, child and I have to be yeah. up at the ass crack dawn mm-hmm. like I will be I'll be ready to go mm-hmm. so I think yeah I think I just need to give maybe I should start adjusting but also I'm like living my truth no honestly I think before you have kids sleep as much as you can okay I that's what I told Austin I was like okay I'm just gonna like keep doing this I and he was like days. he literally was like I feel like we should like probably like not sleep in so late and I'm like no. but like we're going to have to, like, get up early later. It's, it's We'll have to adapt. I know, but, like, enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And just adapt when you have to adapt. That's, Don't okay. do it early. You that's insanity. That's good to hear from someone who's on the other side and who's already a parent. Like, I thank you. It's so interesting because, like, one of my other friends, shout out Jess, who's also training to become a therapist. Maybe she could come on the pod. Oh, my God, um, Jess. Uh, she was saying the same thing about her and her partner of like, they like stay up late and sleep in and they're like, we have to adjust. And then I was like, no, enjoy like, it while you can. Live your truth. Also, be free. when you get a newborn, they're up all hours. That's they're true. So you're just partying night. every they're hour. Early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That so, makes sense. So I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying my little like, but this is good. Like, I think once I'm up, I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. But it just took me a second this morning. So that's that's me. Other than that, I am doing fine and dandy. It's been a great week. It has been a good week. Yeah. How about you? Oh, I've been loving the chilly weather. You know, that's when I thrive. Oh, it's so crisp. I know. It just so hits. Gone. I drove here with my windows down. It's so, just put you in a good mood. Yes. It was just a brisk little breeze. It was just fabulous. Just, you know, here for it. We just need the leaves to change now. Yeah, but I think that's coming. Thank the heavens. I w- I like you can like look it up because it's looking up like when to go to North Carolina to see them. Yeah, and I think it said like the fourth, at least up there, the fourth week of October is the best time. So I think. Oh, wow. I don't, okay, it's like a coming. little later. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always feel like it happens earlier, but alas. 
Alas, here we are. Here we are. Okay, what are our, what are we into for Bravo this week? What are we against? Okay, I am currently, I, I started Southern Charm, which I got, I was watching OC. I like OC. I'm just starting to get bored. I was in like season 1000 or whatever the hell. There's so many seasons yeah. of that show. And, and I it, was like, all right, I get it. Like Vicky is toxic. Tamara is whatever. It, it, yes, it gets kind of redundant. Especially when you like binge watch it. Like it's different. Like when it like came out way back when, like totally, week to week. Totally. I could, I could see that. But you know, after all of the like Brooke stuff with Vicky and like yeah. all of, and then she finds a new guy. I'm like, okay, I just, I'm just tired. So I'm taking a little reprieve from. Um, OC. Okay. And I'm currently watching Southern Charm. I just finished the first season and just started the second, but I did also watch the most recent episode. So I like kind of know what's going on right now, but Southern Charm, I did not expect like... It pops off. It pops off. It is crazy cuckoo yeah. town. And like also... I didn't realize that they were that age. Like the first season, there were people who were like in their yeah, like, late it's 40s. an older crowd. Yeah, which is kind of fun. Like it was a good mix up, especially for like I feel like we have a lot of shows with the young dudes, like on Vanderpump mm-hmm. and like Summer House. So it was kind of like cool, interesting to see that. Yeah, it does make it a different dynamic because you're like, wow, these are like whole ass adults. No whole ass, like a politician. Like yeah, like not 22 years old. Someone like, who's been to prison different. for I don't. <laughs> remember what he did for cocaine so like you know there's like a lot going on there so it's it's a rich tapestry and i am enjoying that yeah it's good and i do feel like they play up the southern stuff which is kind of fun because you don't really see that in a lot of it's shows it's just different yeah it's like different than vpr yes definitely different flavor so i'm i'm excited on my new endeavor yeah. how about you what are you watching in the bravo universe i mean same as you i'm like very into southern charm i think it's going to be like a very good season i think it's gonna give us like a lot of juicy mental health stuff to talk about yes. i mean the first episode was explosive i thought yeah. Um, that's really like what I'm into. I, I also saw Winter House um, is going to be a cool, which I'm excited to watch. So I hope everyone catches up on Vanderpump, Summer House, and then they have some below deck people. Oh so God. it's more of a merging. Wait, what is this? Winter House. Oh, is, that's what Winter House is? Yes. Oh, I was unaware of what that was. It's like was. a Bravo collab. So I'm oh. excited about that upcoming, and I definitely want to report on that. Okay. And one of my favorites, Asia, that we talked about from yes. Below Deck, yes. she will be on it, which will be great. Okay, I really. And so will I, Schwartz. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I watched the Watch What Happens Live with Asia and Captain Jason, and. Also, I am so into Captain oh, Jason now. Like ever since last week, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. new celebrity crush. He's very cute. He's very cute and like funny, and but he's also responsible smart. Yeah. and like a leader. We like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> so anywho, but okay. Which checks out. We like Captain Jason. Takes accountability. Takes responsibility yes. on top of his shit. Way different than these Southern Charm men. Totally different. Like 180. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's so good to know about Winter House though, because I saw the guy from Summer House on the cast and I was like, what is happening? Yeah, it's a blend. I literally thought that like Summer House just went to like Colorado for like a month and they filmed it. It goes to like Vermont, I think. It's like in the Northeast. Um, And it used to be like Summer House and like some other people, but now it is like more of like a 
mod podge of I enjoy that Bravo people. So I think that's gonna be interesting. Like, have you watched any of the girls' trips? Like the ultimate, yeah. Goal? Okay, like I feel like it's, it's like, like that. that. Okay, yeah, it's like that. That's fun. That's a fun concept. Um, yeah. So that's like what we're into and not into this week. Love it. Um, we're gonna start out with Shannon's DUI. I don't know if you guys saw. Oh the, boy. I know the video. It's on TMZ. She is driving in a car. It was like caught on someone's ring camera and she comes around this corner fast, fast for the corner. Well, not like, and what's, it's not funny. haha. but I think she thought the corner was coming sooner than it was coming. Yeah. She just turns directly into someone's home instead yeah, of taking the next turn. Hits the home. And then, which it looks like, like a, like a condo or a townhome or something yeah. like something with like a front stoop. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and then, drives off which is yeah she just like puts it in reverse she had to be going like 30 miles per hour 20 miles per hour like it it had some force behind she didn't like go through the living room yeah but she had some force yeah i just i think it makes us like sad and also upset because there's just like absolutely no reason to drive drunk no i mean i have people i know that have lost loved ones to drunk driving it's just and she's got money you can pay for an uber literally like there is no reason i why do you think people do that like do you think it's like okay yes the financial piece like i don't want to like i feel like but that's not for her yeah yeah like she could financially she could afford it i i feel like it's almost like a denial like oh i'm actually good like i don't have i'm not drunk i don't have a problem here i really like your take on that i hadn't thought about that but Yeah. yeah i think and i think we i don't know but have like kind of seen that because Shannon's drinking has like come up as an issue and people right. saying like you drink too much. Yeah, like her like, friends have kind of like here? confronted her. Like, yeah, because that's kind of where I ended off yeah. and paused on. I think it's a, a denial thing. You're yeah. right. Yeah, which is fascinating. Or at least it's a part of it. And apparently she was coming for another cast member for drinking too much and like the other cast members and like yeah, what's the scoop with that? Oh, the hypocrisy of she kept coming after Gina because Gina a couple seasons ago got a DUI when she was like going through the divorce yeah. with um, and her DUI, obviously it's not okay but I think she blew like point, don't quote me on this, but like point oh nine, like she was right. like just a Above it, which again, not okay. You should not do that. Yeah. But it wasn't like nearly as like reckless, I don't think. Yeah. And then, but Shannon kept bringing it up, like you were gonna get your kids taken away if it wasn't for me, and I got you the lawyer. And it's also was like I think like Shannon was like my take on it was like trying to jab her and bring up some shameful stuff and make Gina feel bad because that was a couple seasons ago. Gina did her community service. She's sober now. Right. Like she's really addressed it. And like you also just don't lose your kids, which they talked about this on the show, just because you get like a DUI. Right. And so it was just really harmful for Shannon to keep bringing that up. And that like literally aired, that episode aired like last week or two weeks ago. Oh, that's rich. Wow. And then she gets a DUI in real life and like, hit a house that's that's bananas like and that feels like a weird projection thing from shannon like oh i think you're right you know it's just kind of like oh like you're like it that just feels very like connected yes and also deflection from don't look at me you have a worse problem and Mm -hmm. you have to be sobered i don't like you know it's just like like a mind game i think shannon's playing with herself but apparently she's going to rehab which okay yeah. Good. That's great. I mean, I hate that this happened. Um, thank God no one was hurt. Yeah. And apparently, this is not funny, but like apparently she got out and like 
of the car and acted like she was walking her dog. Did you see that? I saw that too. And she was like, she acted told the police. Like, like everything oh, was, was fine. Just, right. Like I was just walking my dog. Like that is Well, with wow. her car, I heard like parked in the middle of the road. Yes. It's not, that's not funny. It's, I'm only laughing because no one got hurt. Like, but that is just like, like, wow. Yeah. I hope it just makes her pause and think whatever she's going to do moving forward with yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Assess the relationship. I feel like we talk about that all the time. Assess the relationship. I also thought this was interesting. I heard this on Heather McDonald's podcast, Juicy Scoop, and I was like, damn, she right. Uh, It doesn't really fit. Like, Shannon has these two very, like, non-integrated, like, parts of herself. Oh, that's fun. Because she does have, like, this whole, like, health and wellness part. Totally. Of, like, and, like, she all the crystals and the... tinctures. And she, like, right. goes to Dr. Moon and, like, is into all this holistic stuff. But it's, yeah. like, when you're drinking, like, a fish, <laughs> like, that doesn't go together. Like, no. those are two very separate parts of yourself yeah and I like kind of from like the therapeutic like mental health perspective of like when your parts of yourself are like that separate yeah that tends to be more like unhealthy like mentally emotionally we want to be like integrated, integrated have all the parts of us like right talking to each other exactly and that feels that's really interesting that heather said that and i love that you brought that up because it's like I don't know. It feels like a lot of shame is attached to that alcoholic part um, or, you know, however we want to name that part. So that's, that's fascinating. I'm all the best for Shannon. I feel like she has been through the damn ringer and I, and I understand why she might have used that as a coping skill. Um, it's a negative coping. Yeah. The divorce was awful. It was horrible. And she's just been through a lot. So, you know, I get, you know, alcohol is in like substance use. It's, it's a coping skill. It's a negative coping skill. So hopefully she can just cope in a different way and like learn how to like redirect that behavior or whatever. But yeah, it's, that's crazy. I I hate that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, everybody, everyone is talking about it. Like, it's just, it's nuts. I feel feel for her. I mean, she did it to herself, whatever, but also I think she's like, she needed like a wake up call. I think. So I I hope hope this this is is it. Yeah. I hope she can really evaluate going forward, whether that is like sobriety or like really, understanding like drinking from like a good place not right. in a negative place yes yeah so we'll see what how she reassesses her relationship with alcohol moving forward i'm sure we'll keep talking about it yeah go off shannon all the best all the best um okay shifting gears southern charm let's go i hope you guys saw the first episode we're gonna talk like a lot about like what it made us think about like with relationships and exes and cheating and people can they change or not? So if you haven't seen the episode, like yeah. that's okay. Do we're not, not going to fret not. We're not going to talk so 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 much. We'll give you a little bit so you can understand, but we're also going to really talk about what it makes us think about like mental health wise and yeah. emotionally wise. So, it's like a very dramatic first episode. Damn, these people are and this is not new information, all friends with their exes and like all hang out all the time. It is so incestuous in that group. Uh, it's like it's a lot. And I know a part of it is like for the show, but like a part right. of it is not. Like a part of it is like so normalized. Like, okay, that's just now clicking for me. Bravo loves a friend group that all has hooked up with each other. It makes for fantastic freaking TV. It does. And it's messy as fuck. <laughs> and terrible mental health. Literally, yeah. It's like not good for your mental age. There's like an relationship no. between good reality <laughs> TV and, and bad mental health. That's so true. Um, okay, so we wanted to kind of talk about some of the like the thoughts on like having contact with your exes because like in the show there's like a lot. There's yes. Shep and his most recent ex-girlfriend Taylor. They're both on the show. Shep has this what I think kind of like 
odd obsession about being friends with the ex. Which I'm so fascinated and, by. And he always says the word copacetic. I want everything just to be copacetic. And I hope mm. he wants him and his ex-girlfriend. I want our dogs to get together and I hope that could be fine. And it's like interesting because he takes it like a level further. Like yeah. there's this part of me that thinks it's normal to want to part on good, good terms. terms. Yeah. Or if it ends messy, that maybe one day you could come back and have well wishes. I don't think that's crazy. Right. I think that's like normal. Totally. It's normal to want to kind of like seek some um, yeah, just resolution. Like, yeah, just some some level of peace. Like it's I not wish the you same. Well. Yeah. You Bye. know, whatever. We're, We're not good. supposed to be together. Um, but it is interesting. He kind of I from watching the show like puts people in like these impossible dynamics right. of like want like not really being committed. Yeah. Kind of like bread crumbing commitment in a way yes being with women who do want to be committed so there's like a mismatch a mixed agenda there right then he will like in in the show it has come out like he's cheated once or twice and there's rumors of more cheating and i think if we use our context clues and like look at the history there probably is more cheating would be like what's yeah would be my hunch yes and then the relationship ends because you don't want to be more committed. Yeah. But then you get mad at them if they don't want to be friends with you. Right. So it really puts pe- puts the exes in such an impossible position. Because it's like, I'm going to treat you bad. Yes. But then it's also not going to make sense to me when you don't want to be my friend. Yes. And then I'm going to put that on you. Because I right. want everything to be good. Yeah. See, I, I'm the good guy and I want everything to go well. Even though I've cheated on you and I've like made life hard in this relationship, like I'm going to make it feel like, oh... Like, you need to be cool, too. And if you're not being cool, then you're the bad guy. Yeah. Which is, like, fucked up beyond belief. Like, what a number that is that to is, do that's, on Yeah, it's just, like, a mind... This is just It's a doozy for the old brain. It's a doozy. It's just... I just... Uh, that enrages me. Yeah, no, there's a lot of... There's a lot there. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure where to start with that. But I did think about this when you were saying... <laughs> we were talking about the incestuousness of the you know, relationships in the friend group. In season one, they all, three of the guys sleep with the same girl. Catherine. Yes, and then she gets pregnant and they're like, well, we don't know who, you know? So it's, it's fascinating. Like, it That it like also is like a deeper level of like darkness because she's so much younger than all of them. Yes. Like 10, 20 years younger. Ugh, there's so much relationship stuff. But, that, sorry, that just made me think of that. I was just like... But then blame her yes. for... For being whatever. Or, you know, she gets the bad rap. And, of course, they don't get the bad rap. That's so true. Like, the girl looks like the, quote, like, slut in that situation, which is not cool. When they all were doing the exact same thing. Like, it's just the guy never, whatever. I hate that the guy doesn't hold the bag at all. And then they'll, like, poke and poke and poke. Yes. And then be like, why are you acting crazy? Right. Uh, To quote Taylor Swift, every time you call me crazy, I get more crazy. Dang. Ain't that the truth. (laughs) ain't that the truth but yeah i hate that part of southern charm because it feels like i don't know it puts the women or the exes in like impossible positions yeah um and i just like i i think like if i had to like make a blanket generic statement like obviously there's exceptions I would be like, you can't really be friends with an ex. Yeah, that's not something I would necessarily condone. I mean, okay, in my own personal experience, I have friends, uh, not friends who are exes, like exes who like I am like cool with. 
but we're not hanging out. Or texting. No. Or getting the dogs together. No. And it was like one of those things where it's like we broke up and then a few years later we ran into each other. We're like, oh, we're cool. Hey, how you doing? You yeah. know, it wasn't like, let's like have doggy play dates and like do all this. Like it was not like that. So, and I think it makes it really complicated. Like, I, like whenever I have clients who are going through breakups or friends, like I, I don't, I don't love a breakup, but I love it when there's like a clean break off because I feel yes. like that like in between is such a it like feels mind awful. like yeah like it's such a doozy. And I always think it's it, not all obviously it's not always, but like it just is like a short term feeling better and yeah. it's not really gonna make it easier to end things no it I feels think very like, peacemakery like let's smooth it over but it's not really taking care of the problem once you break up it should be like a separation like let's get you know get rid of the things move out totally whatever you need to do untangle stuff yeah because i think it gives you time to mourn and move on and when you feel like there's like the possibility that you could be together or like you know you're back and forth with each other it's like it's very confusing and so it's yes. hard to know what to do with your emotions and to be like oh, okay like i'm just gonna move and, on it's hard when like they're in your orbit all the time yeah i feel like you can't fully start like grieving yeah because there are is still like a little hope or the weird messy relationship and yeah. I just think it's like always easier although not easy at all it's so hard yeah, to it be sucks. like it is done we are moving on yeah um anytime if, that's happened in my life it's gone better in the long run I 100% agree yeah it's it's not and anytime I've like tried to go somebody or anytime I tried to like slowly back out it just blew up in my face and I'm sure other people can relate to that and it's just like just cut it off. Just cut it off. But, however, they are on a television show where Bravo loves to yeah. make them all be in the same group and then chaos ensues naturally. Yes. So, you know, that's what we're seeing here. This is like a little bit of like a tangent, but it like makes me think of it like with Shep and Taylor. If you watched like the previous seasons, he, Shep has like a ton of money. He's like a trust fund yeah. person. Yeah. Doesn't like have to work because Like they, to the extreme. Yeah, they have like mailbox money. Right. Um... And he wanted Taylor, I think she's like a nurse or a dental hygienist. She's something like that. But she, she's got a great job. Yeah. Um, but like has to work like the rest of us. Right. Like um, normal people. And he wanted her to quit her job, like without them being married. Wow. And he would just like fund everything so they could just like go travel. Which and on paper, I could see how someone would be like, oh, that's great. But like there is a deeper thing there of like... He that would be all in control. Totally. And they had mixed agendas of she wanted commitment and he right. would kind of say it but not really do it. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like, yeah. And uh, it puts you in such a vulnerable position. And she didn't do it. So like good for yeah, her. And it's yeah. like one thing to be like, oh, I'm going to quit this job. We're going to go travel for a month, two months. And then right. get another job. That's like a totally different thing. But it was like, no, I want like kind of our lifestyle to be this way. I, and yeah. this is where I don't know if I was the first person to make this up, but I was like in relationships, do not become more financially committed than you are yeah. relationally committed. I will say, like, I... Like, do not mix up your finances until you are married or yeah. committed to be like, we are together. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I to take it a step further, and maybe this is just, like, my um, own family history and trauma, but, like, I was kind of raised to be, like, be able to take care of yourself. You never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, so that's like something I carry for myself and I always, like not always, but I, I've had clients who are in, I don't know if this is too much to say this, but like, 
I've had clients who are in a marriage and then they can't leave because they don't have their financial independence or they don't have their own identity or like good footing in the world. And so I, you know, I think that was probably like a wise decision on her part to be like, Oh no, I'm going to like keep my orbit and intact here Mm -hmm. because that's, that's a lot to fully commit to like his world. And like, again, that, I could see how somebody would be like, oh, that'd be the dream. Neither of us have to work, like whatever. But with Shep's history, like in his cheating history and his track record, it doesn't feel like, and this is another thing, it doesn't feel like he's going to change. Yeah. And what does make a person change, Amanda? What do you think about that? This was like another like big thing we were talking about um that i think like the southern charm people like get confused like it what spurred it was like taylor at the end of the episode like yelling at everyone like you didn't tell me he was cheating you should like yelling at craig yeah being like you should have told me my boyfriend was cheating on me and stuff it's like well that's not really his responsibility no like i could see i understand her being mad like yeah like that sucks to be like all these people know like this and they didn't say anything and like you're all in the same friend group so it's like it's like we hung out with each other and he knew he was cheating on me but but like it's still Shep's fault it's still one his fault go after him right and Craig did say that which I was like damn you right bro that's true um it's a fruitless endeavor to go after the friends yes because like that's not who like the real beef is with it also weirdly like lets Shep or the cheater off the hook if you're like going after everybody else yeah um also though what like I think where one of the biggest mistakes lie is like these, like, from what we've seen on TV, Shep, Austin, I don't know, Craig's, like, a little different. He's, like, kind of evolved, yeah. it seems like. But, like, believe who people are yeah. when they show you. And they have got to be motivated to change. Like, if you the want thing. them to change, yeah. that doesn't really mean anything. Like, they have to want to. Yeah. It's, and they don't. Right, exactly. Like, I think to an extent, Or Shep, they're not, they don't enough to want to do something very serious about it. Right. Yes. Because I think Shep has been enabled by, like, his lifestyle and, like, not that money is everything, but I just don't think, like, you know, he's he's educated. He can work. He just, he doesn't. I feel like he's cultivated a sense of entitlement in his life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just been enabled and enabled and enabled by the people in his life and, like, his family situation. I do think, like, a funny thing about is if you have, like, a ton of money, it does release you from, yeah. like, accountability or responsibility. Yeah, yeah, like, to an extent. Not like, everyone copes that way, but, like, you do have, like, money to throw out a problem. Like, you have a resource to yes, use. You, exactly. That might not be like you actually solving it yes and any client i've had that has that i think it's felt like a safety net for them and so it's like oh okay like it it feels like things are not as high stakes i don't know if i'm explaining that well but like that's kind of what it feels like with shep he's like oh it doesn't matter like i i'm good no matter what Mm um and so i feel like he's just got this entitlement about him it's so so fascinating yeah it just, it's fascinating and, like, it sucks. And, yeah. like, I think it's, like, another tricky place that, like, people get, like, stuck into of, like, believing in people's potential instead of, like, what is actually happening. Yes. Or this is, like, a very tricky situation to be in of, like, believing people's words. But, like, if they're not, like, talking the talk and walking the walk. Totally. Then, like, you have to pay attention to that. And that does put yeah. you in a really hard spot. And that is really confusing. But that is, like all of those data points you need to collect. You can't just go off what someone says and then they like do something else. Like they keep cheating or they're talking about like wanting to commit, but not really like 
doing anything about that or having different conversations with you or like understanding their fears or like what makes them vulnerable to cheating and like we've talked about before. I used to like think it was really harsh when people said like, when people show you who they are, believe them. Because as a therapist, I'm like, people can change, you know? Yeah. Like, and I would like to believe that. And I, I, and there is a part of me that does. But it's with the caveat of, like you were saying earlier, like, yes. you have to want yes. it. And Chef, Chef does not want to change. Like, he has, and that's the thing. Well, like, he doesn't have, like, a lot of motivation. Exactly. Like, I, I understand it in a way. Like, totally. in a lot of ways, his life is great. Yeah, like, he's he's fine. He could be a perpetual bachelor and basically suffer he, no consequences other than the drama that, and the, you know, that might affect his mental health, but. It's, like, okay to not want to get married or to, totally. like, be a bachelor, but it's, like, how he, like, treats people. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he treats people yeah. as, like, disposable. Yes. And it's, like, that's really hard to watch. And to bring it back to Shannon, like, like Shannon hasn't like I think she's probably wanted to change, you know, with her out like her relationship to alcohol, but she hasn't had a reason to want it badly enough to go to, you know, rehab or get help. Mm-hmm. Like she had something that changed her level of motivation mm-hmm. that helped her want to change. The same thing could happen with Shep. Like if he suffers enough relationship and emotional tor- turmoil, maybe he could change. But Right now, it doesn't really, especially with his track record, it doesn't seem like he wants to. So that's a really good example of like, when people show you who they are, believe them. And that that seems to flow through this cast. Mm -hmm. Like, it's tough. The guys are tough on the show. It's like hard because I'm like, guys, we've got eight. This is the ninth season of them acting the same The same freaking way. way. I mean, literally what you were describing. I've only seen season one. And And the way it's the same Shep. And he was 35 when the show started. And now he's what? Like 40, whatever. 44, I don't know. Yeah. So like he has no reason or motivation to change, which is just like, it's like banging your head against the wall to watch that over and over. But also it's just like, what? Like, could you imagine like, suffering that much like I also think like this is like an interesting thing too of like when you're like I don't know dating someone or like getting to know someone to see like if you want to like be in a relationship with them like it's important to get some info on this stuff like to know a little bit about their history and why their relationships ended yeah did they do any like introspection around that because like if you don't it might like just happen again totally and like it's not the girl's fault that Shep does all this stuff to them but also like it's public information watch the show (laughs) you know what I mean like do your research on Shep and I think a lot of us get stuck in this trap of like oh I see the potential in him or like I think that he could he could be great girls run or guys run like if you think that you can like feed into someone's potential that person you cannot want it for them like you just can't it's just it's they have to want to change yeah so damn Shep Doing the same shit, season whatever, a hundred and bajillion. Ninth. <laughs> Literally. Ninth. <But> still, <laughs> man. Man. I think man. we're going to have like a lot more to talk about. Oh, there, it's a rich tapestry of drama on Southern Charm. Like it, it flows very deep and there is a lot, I mean, it's, it's very interesting to see dysfunctional, like, uh, wealthy dysfunction. Like yeah. that is fascinating. It is like a different level yeah, uh, or just like adds different layers, yeah, different layers to it. Yeah, because yeah. it affects everything. It's just so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like all we have for you guys today. That's also, the pod. um, Gardner did want me to announce 
something <laughs> special that um, he is going to be our official below deck correspondent, which I'm so here for. It was He's, so fun having him on the pod. It was. I like love doing it. He like loved doing it too. It's like that makes my day. So he's going to have like feet on the ground with new <laughs> seasons. We'll probably go watch him back, back watch old seasons. Yeah. I don't know. And he also thinks Captain Jason is cute. So he's with he us. He does. He's with us. <laughs> he gets it. So um, he'll be a member of our therapist watching Bravo team. Um, and thank God. That's going to be great. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Well, follow us uh, on Instagram at therapist watching Bravo. You can email us with questions, thoughts, feelings, observations at therapist watching Bravo at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Okay, bye.